Greetings everybody, and welcome to the first episode of uh, Extreme EvoCast, uh, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast hosted by yours truly, Lily Sion, also known as just Lily. Um, I'm going to go through a little bit of uh, background about myself and what this podcast uh, entails in the future and all that kind of jazz. Um, I am a uh, animation student at the University of Tampa in Florida. Um, and you'll have to excuse me if this podcast is a little bit unprofessional, uh, starting off because, uh, I've never really done any sort of medium that, uh, is, is audio based. I mean, I've done a few, uh, I've, I've done a few streams with, um, you know, voiceover where I talk over playing games and all that, but I've never done extensive recording like like this. Um, and you know, without having something to talk about that I'm that I'm playing or that I'm watching. Um, so you'll have to excuse me if things are a little bit unprofessional uh, right off the bat. Um, like I said, I've never done anything like this before. Um, I'm used to doing things in sort of a entertainment. Uh, medium with with my art and like my patreon and all that stuff so doing things for people's entertainment is something that I'm slightly used to so hopefully I can you know segue that into and apply that to to this podcast um uh this podcast is going to be bi-weekly meaning uh every two weeks I almost said twice a week that's not true that would be terribly exhausting um so it is every two weeks twice a month. Um, it is going to be released on the first and third Wednesday of every month. So in this case, it would be, I believe, the 20th of February. Um, so hopefully uh, you're listening on that day. If not, I will do something to change that. Um, uh, so this podcast is going to be primarily focused on just general Pokemon topics um, with a with a personalized twist on it. Meaning that I'm I'm probably going to be talking about a lot of stuff relating to me and my experiences with 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 Pokemon because I mean Pokemon is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> really, it's I mean it's my favorite video game franchise. Um, I've played all the games. I have lots of experience since I was very young with Pokemon. So um, I like to think that I'm a pretty good uh, choice to be talking about Pokemon uh, extensively. Um, there will be news related to Pokemon, but this isn't going to be a primarily news podcast. Uh, I'm more focused on just talking about topics in a very chill way. Um, but there will be a little bit of, uh, news in the beginning of every episode, as well as some, some segments later on that'll talk about, us uh, things like every episode. Um, but it is, uh, it's not a news based podcast. Um, uh, I, th I guess that's all I have to say. Um, I, I, I really hope that you enjoy this, uh, if you are listening and, uh, cause I, I've, like I said, I've never done this before and it's completely new to me. Um, I've gotten a few, a few bits of inspiration from some other podcasts, but I'm not like a super avid podcast listener. Um, but I'm hoping that I can that I can take that experience with listening to podcasts and apply it to here. Um, this podcast is heavily inspired by um, podcasts such as My Brother, My Brother and Me by the McElroy Brothers, 
um, as well as the Adventure Zone, and uh, it's super effective, the Pokemon podcast. Um, I know there's there's already a pretty big Pokemon podcast out there, and, and it's super effective, but I'm hoping that I can not rival, but you know, go go up with and and get up there in terms of in terms of Pokemon, you know, entertainment and uh, make some good radio for y'all. Um, so, um, starting off with the news, I guess would be a good way to to start. Um, I am going to be sourcing my news. Um, anytime I find some uh, some news online. Uh, from a source like a website, uh, other people, uh, I will be sourcing it as best as I possibly can. But there are going to be a few news articles that aren't sourced if they're just from like, uh, you know, the official Pokemon Twitter. I don't really think I have to source that. Tell you guys <laughs> what's going on with that. Um, but I, I will give credit where there's credit due. Um, uh, starting off, this is from Poke Beach, PokeBeach.com, uh, a Pokemon website about all things Pokemon. Um, Koro Koro Magazine just released um, Charizard and Reshiram GX from Double Blaze, uh, the, I believe the 10th Sun and Moon trading card uh, pack, or whatever you would call it. Uh, I'm not really a super avid Pokemon trading card game fan, so I'm not 100% sure what it's called exactly. Packs, editions, I'm not sure. Um, I just like to collect them, uh, the old ones mostly. Uh, so I, I'm not really super familiar with, with, with new <laughs> the newer Pokemon trading card game uh, packs and Pokemon and cards and all that stuff, but uh, I will try to, to relay, relay that to people who are hopefully interested in it. Um, I'm not going to go too into specific information about the cards, but uh, there is Charizard and Rusher MGX from Double Blaze. Um, talking about Pokemon Go now, uh, there is um, going on right now, which will be... Uh, over by the time you're listening to this, but I thought it would be interesting to talk about it. Uh, the shiny swineup event, because it is Saturday the 16th when I'm recording this, so it is actually it actually just started, I believe two hours ago. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go out later and try, hopefully try to get a shiny swineup, because <laughs> um, I've gotten most of the community day uh, Pokemon shiny Pokemon. Uh, the only one I didn't get was Totodile, which I'm very sad about. Um, but I do have most of them. Um, but you can go out, uh, this weekend, right now, and get yourself a shiny swine up. I hope that, uh, to all listening to this, got a shiny swine up and got their, their green <laughs> memo swine. Um, it is for the Year of the Boar, I believe, uh, Community Day, uh, celebration. Um, more on shiny Pokemon and Pokemon Go, you can get, uh, shiny Meltan, uh, it, that started about a week ago. I'm not 100% sure that you can still get it, uh, but I know that it, it did happen, and it might be still going on. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but uh, akin to the shiny Swanub, I hope you all got a shiny Meltan and maybe a shiny Melmetal. I don't know. Those things take a lot of candies. I honestly, I'm like, I really want a, a Melmetal uh, for my Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, you know, decks and, and getting all the the master trainers, <laughs> but oh my god, it takes so many candies and I'm hoping I just I can just meet someone like a friend who uh, <laughs> has one and can just trade it to me uh, from Let's Go 
because I really don't feel like catching Meltans. Um, but you can get Shiny Meltan. I'm not sure if you still can, but I know you could. Um, and also something that happened pretty recently was the Valentine's Day event. Um, you could find an influx of pink Pokemon. I'm not sure if you could find any shiny Pokemon. Um, the Any of the pink Pokemon that appeared more, like uh, Hopip, Love Disk, uh, Jigglypuff, Clefairy, Execute, all those. Uh, I'm not sure if they could be shiny, but I, I never found a shiny, but um, they could have been. I'm not 100% sure. I think Love Disk might have been able to be shiny, um, but uh, that was very useful for me, and I'm sure lots of you, um, because, uh, fairy Pokemon are pretty rare, um, they're one of the, they're one of the type that I haven't gotten the gold medal for, catching 200 of them, uh, along with, like, dragon and ghost and the rare types, um, so that was good, I got, like, I think, like, 30 or 40, uh, fairy type added to that, so, uh, that was really good, um, more about Pokemon Go, there is the Pokemon Go snapshot update, uh, which you can take pictures of your Pokemon with uh, the AR camera much more easily and accessibly than you could before. Um, I've seen some pretty interesting things, people taking pictures with their prize Pokemon. Uh, now, you can do it a lot easier with the upcoming update. Um, you can put any Pokemon, I believe, into the, the AR camera and snap it, you know, in, in, in real life and make it look like your your prized Pokemon is, is right there with you. <laughs> um, going off of Pokemon Go, there is a new Detective Pikachu trailer. Uh, there's nothing very new about it. Uh, it's, it kind of just shows the same scenes, the same premise, uh, I believe. I don't think there's any more Pokemon other than, I think, Lickitung that got revealed for the, the real life... You know, the, the real um, adaptation of it, which... I'm very happy about, honestly. Uh, we, I was, like, ever since I was a kid, I was hoping that they would make, like, a real, a live-action Pokemon po movie, and, like, hands down to them for making it not terrible, like every other video game movie out there. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of people do think that the Pokemon look pretty creepy, and while I do agree a little bit, I think that they look great. I think that they look exactly like Pokemon would if they were real. Uh... So props to them for figuring that out and making uh, what looks like a great movie. Um, Alright, uh, this is coming from Cerebi. You all know Cerebi. I don't have to explain what Cerebi is. <laughs> Cerebi is, is up there with the most popular Pokemon websites. Um, Pokemon Duel uh, has gotten update 7.0.0, which adds Z-Move. Z-Moves. Um, and over 20 new figures. Um, uh, I play a little bit of Pokemon Duel, uh, not very avidly, I, I play, like, every once in a while when I'm bored and I just want to open it up and play, uh, I'm not, like, super into it, you know, like, optimizing my figures and all that stuff, but I do have, uh, I, I, I do like it, it's very fun, um, but I'm not sure exactly what this entails with, like, the, the... Uh, how much this affects gameplay, how much it affects uh, the, the meta, because I don't know what the meta of Pokemon Duel is. Um, but you can you can also... You can now get uh, Z-moves in Pokemon Duel. Um, and I believe, uh, when I opened it the other day, uh, I got a free Pikachu with Catastro Pika. Uh, I'm not sure if that's 
for everybody, but uh, I would try to open up Pokemon Duel and see if you can get one for yourself. Um, they just gave it to me for free with the update. Um, uh, one more thing from Sarah B. The last news article for the day uh, is uh, we saw a glimpse of uh, Mew and Pikachu in the new Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution movie. Uh, they kind of have like a a new look to them, more of a kind, of, a more CGI uh, kind of a realism look to them, and they I think they look great. Um, I believe it was featured in Koro Koro. Uh, which is where they where Serebii got it from, uh, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, so yeah, that movie also looks very interesting. Uh, I'm pretty happy with, with um, you know, how, um, how the, the new movies are, are shaping up to be. Um, okay, so I, I think that's going to end it for the news articles for today, uh, but uh, we can get on to our main topic, which is... Um, I, I was I was trying to think of a good topic to talk about for the pilot, um, and I f- found a, p- a pretty good one, considering uh, Smash Ultimate is pretty big right now. I mean, it did just come out, and or like two months ago, and it was it's still one of the biggest games. I see it all over the place, um, and I am a pretty, you know, avid player of, of Ultimate. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, Pokemon in Smash, and how it is represented, how well it's represented, and... Uh, talking about, you know, the fighters. Um, we're not going to talk about the Pokeball Pokemon or the stages right uh, this episode. I just want to focus on the fighters, uh, the main the main cast <laughs> of the of Pokemon in Smash. Uh, but hopefully in a later episode we can talk about uh, more of the obscure Pokemon references and, and inclusions in, in Smash Ultimate and other uh, Smash games as well. Um, kind of a... We're going we're gonna to go into... Um, Talking about the Pokemon in order, going along with this with the Smash Ultimate Everybody Is Here uh, motif, <laughs> and how the character select screen is in order of who joined. Uh, we're going to be talking about them in order of, of their inclusion. Um, just a, a little bit of a of kind of a you know thesis <laughs> before we start talking about the specifics. Um, I think Pokemon is very well represented in Smash. Um, there are a few things that um, you might hear me complain about in the uh, in the future, um, but overall, I do think I do think Pokemon is well represented in Smash. Uh, there's not really much else that they really could do uh, to to increase the representation, other than a few smaller things. Uh, I don't think I was thinking like, what if they added like a PP system into Smash? But that would be insanely dumb. <laughs> it would probably work the same way as Robin uh, with their you know, limited supplies and probably recharge over time, but I think that that would be um, not very good. Um, at least maybe not for every fighter, but maybe for Pokemon Trainer. Um, but because that's more focused on the 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 train, like the the that Pokemon Trainer is, is mainly focused on Pokemon as you playing as the trainer uh, and not as the Pokemon, um, which I think is interesting. Uh, we'll talk about more of that when we get to the Pokemon Trainer. Uh, section. Um, so starting off, we're going to talk about uh, Smash 64, the first one, obviously. Uh, I never played Smash 64. Uh, Smash 64 was, I mean, I wasn't born <laughs> when it came out. I'm only 19. I was born in 1999. So I never really had a chance to play, obviously, um, when, when it came out. 
and I never got the chance to play, you know, later, because, I mean, when I was younger, right, when I got into video games, Brawl was out, so, like, and I, you know, so I was, like, I'm not gonna start with Smash Bros. 4 when I have both Melee and Brawl. Uh, even if Brawl wasn't out, wasn't out, I probably would have started with Melee anyway, so, um, but, um, interesting, um, how uh, uh, Smash 64 only had two series represented in it that had more than one fighter, uh, being the Mario series with uh, Mario and Luigi and Pokemon with Jigs and Pikachu, um, which I think is good because it, it, it kind of shows how well uh, po- how well Pokemon was doing at the time. Uh, Pokemon was insanely popular back then, and it, I mean, it still is, but uh, the fact that they added, uh, you know... <laughs> the uh two representation re- two pokemon to represent smash 64 uh at the time was insane because i mean the like i said the only other series was was mario and like that was also insanely popular um i guess you could also say that yoshi is a, is a mario character represented in smash 64 but he he's always been kind of his own series like the yoshi series uh, even in later titles, he's always been represented as his own series, which I think is is good for for Yoshi because he's even now he's starting to you know to to go off and and make his own games <laughs> with like Yoshi's Crafted Worlds, Yoshi's Island. I mean that was you know a while, but Yo- Yoshi's always been kind of um, his own star uh, for a lot of games. Um, so we can start off by talking about Pikachu. Um, I do have uh, an interesting fact about Pikachu with his uh, costumes. Um, in Ultimate, um, he's missing his goggle, uh, goggle alternative costume and his choice band costume, which made him extremely dark, <laughs> like his shiny form, which I'm kind of uh, upset that they, they got rid of that because the Ultimate lineup for the, for the costumes are very... Uh, they're all kind of the same color Pikachu, Except for the, I mean, the Ash Hat one is kind of darker, but, like, the, the Choice Pen Pikachu from Smash 4 was really dark. Like, really, really shiny form. Um, I mean, obviously they added um, the new female costume, uh, the female tail uh, in Pikachu Libre, and uh, the Serena hat. Or not Serena. Um, the Sun and Moon protagonist hat. <laughs> Uh, from Sun and Moon, um, and um, I, it's interesting because I mean, obviously, we, we never expected them to do the gender differences in in Smash sixty four, and uh, maybe Melee. I'm not sure when the chronolo- chronological order of when these games came out was, uh, but obviously, we didn't get any, any uh, gender differences in Pikachu until uh, Gen three, with the with the with the heart shaped tail. Uh, so, with, um, you know, we never expected them to do the gender differences in, in Smash 64, uh, or, and maybe Melee. I'm not 100% sure when, uh, that ties into the development of the game and when Gen 3 came out, you know, uh, with Melee. Uh, but I'm really surprised that we never got, uh, that with, uh, Brawl and Onward. Brawlin and, you know, Smash 4 and, and Ultimate now. I mean, we did get it in Ultimate, but I'm surprised that they never did it until Ultimate because um, it's kind of a big thing uh, about, you know, Pikachu's uh, character. 
with, you know, being, uh, you know, having the gender differences with the heart tail because Pikachu has always pinned the mascot. And uh, I'm surprised that they never really put as much diversity in Pikachu as they did in Ultimate, like, before. Um, uh, Pikachu, just kind of in general, um, has always been a pretty top-tier character in Smash. I really like the inclusion of Pikachu, uh, even though, obviously, Pikachu is a mascot, so they're obviously going to have Pikachu in Smash, even way back in Smash 64. Uh, but I really think that Pikachu is a really good inclusion, and I think it really, I think Pikachu really, really represents the Smash series as a whole. Um, being one of the original twelve, and and being a threat, and also a just a staple of the Smash series for every single game to come. Um, and I, I really, I really like how Pikachu um, just ties in the whole Smash series. Um, Another character that ties in this Smash series is uh, Jigglypuff. Um, obviously, uh, Jigglypuff being kind of a joke character in Smash 64, um, one of the four unlockables, uh, aside from the original eight, um, Jigglypuff was kind of a joke character in Smash 64. Uh, I'm not sure how good she was in Smash 64, um, but uh, her rest... It's obviously her staple and is terrifying in every game onwards. Um, but uh, it's kind of sad that Jigglypuff was the kind of joke character in Smash 64. Because, uh, I mean, like, if you think about it, you know, we always think of Jigglypuff as, like, as, you know, the staple of the Smash series. But, like, Jigglypuff is a weird Pokemon to put in Smash. <laughs> like, of all the Pokemon that they could have put in Smash... Um, you know, when choosing a second represent a representer for for Smash, all of the original 151, and they chose Jigglypuff. Um, I, I just think it's really interesting how they chose just like a first stage, random, just normal type Pokemon. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was also uh, Jigglypuff was also very popular in the anime series being, you know, with uh, putting putting the characters to sleep and writing on their their face. Uh, but I just think it's really interesting how Jigglypuff got in over any other of the original 151. I mean, we did get, you know, Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard later, uh, not until Brawl, though, which is also surprising to me. Um, but just just Jigglypuff, the fact that we got Jigglypuff <laughs> is... is it's very weird to me, but I mean, we don't think about that much because she's such a iconic Smash character with her her rest and you know how how weird and, and floaty being the uh, the second lightest character in the game now with the inclusion of Pichu. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's very interesting. Um, more about Jigglypuff, we can talk about Hungrybox. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I'm sort of a follower. Of the, of the Smash, uh, you know, Ultimate and, and Smash Four, less of which Melee. Uh, I'm not really a Melee player at all. I've never played. I've only played Melee with friends, <laughs> really casually. I've never tried to play it competitively, so I'm not really sure uh, how I feel about Melee. But obviously, Hungrybox, uh, one of the most popular Smash players ever, <laughs> plays uh, Jigglypuff in Melee, and he does good with it. <laughs> He does good with her, really, really good with her, um, and I think 
she deserves that representation um, because in Smash 4, uh, Brawl, uh, and even really in Ultimate, she's not very good. Um, but in Melee, she's she's up there, uh, mostly because of Hungrybox and how much he's done with her. Um, so I think that uh, we can't mention Jigglypuff uh, you know, represented in Smash without talking about Hungrybox, the, arguably the best player of Jigglypuff in Smash history. Um, uh, I guess we can move on to speaking of melee. Uh, going on from Smash sixty four, we can talk about Pichu. <laughs> um, Pichu is another joke character. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what Game Freak is thinking with making all their joke characters uh, from Pokemon. But um, Pichu was another joke character in melee. Uh, basically, a clone of Pikachu that hurt herself when she did when she used her electric attacks uh, was absolutely terrible in melee. One of the lowest tier po- uh, characters in that game. Uh, nobody ever played Pichu, which is very sad because I love Pichu. <laughs> um, and now that Pichu's back in Ultimate. Uh, she's top tier. <laughs> she's one of, arguably, one of the best characters in the game. Uh, and if you've played Ultimate, you probably know how scary Pichu can be. Um, much more of a combo-heavy character uh, than Pikachu. Pichu has insane combos. Insane combos. <laughs> um, and insane kill power. Uh, but, of course, being the lightest character in the game, uh, Pichu definitely has her downsides. Uh, so... And uh, I think that Pichu is v- extremely well-balanced in Ultimate. I don't think that Pichu is, needs to be buffed or nerfed at all, maybe except for a few changes. Uh, but I think that Pichu is arguably one of the most well-balanced characters in this game. I mean, she has such obvious weaknesses with hurting herself and being the lightest character in the game. Um, and also extremely obvious uh, you know, uh, good things about her with being so small being so combo-heavy, having such great kill power, um, and being adorable. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I, I really think Pichu is extremely well-balanced in Ultimate, and uh, as annoying she is to fight, I, I don't think that she really needs any kind of changes. Um, maybe a few things to, 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 you know, to nerf or buff her, her kit a little bit to change some, some balancing things, but I think that overall I think she's a very, very well-balanced character. Um... And, of course, a few tidbits about Pichu. Um, in Ultimate, uh, she actually has the same voice actor as in Melee. Uh, they didn't get... Uh, I, they, they did do re-recordings of, of Pichu's voice lines, but uh, they used the same voice actor from Melee, which I think is very interesting. Um, and, of course, we can't go without talking about how well... Uh, the characters are represented in terms of their costumes, which I need to go back and talk about with Pikachu and Jigglypuff. But uh, with Pichu, uh, we have the spiky-eared Pichu, which is a really good inclusion. I was really hoping that they would add a spiky-eared Pichu. Um, of course, a reference to the spiky-eared Pichu that you get from the Heart Gold Soul Silver, uh, you know, shiny Pichu event uh, that happened a while ago. It was a shiny Pichu, and it had a spiky ear with the time travel you know, business with Celebi and all that stuff, uh, which I think is really interesting. Um, and uh, I guess we can go back and talk about Jigglypuff. Uh, Jigglypuff isn't really well represented that much with Pokemon uh, in terms of her alternate costumes. She does have the um, the Nurse Joy hat, which I think is good. Um, but other than that, she doesn't even have like her shiny form. 
uh, which is a common theme with all the Pokemon in Ultimate, or in Smash in general, where for some reason they don't have their shiny form, and I, I'll talk about that later, and it bothers me so much, <laughs> and I don't know why. Uh, like, it just seems like a... It really does just seem like a free costume, you know? Like, the Pokemon literally have an alternate costume right there. And half the Pokemon don't even use their shiny form. <laughs> Which is is crazy to me. Um, uh, Pikachu, I think, is uh, now very well represented uh, in terms of uh, their... Uh, costumes. I mean, even in, in, in Smash 4 and, and Brawl, Pikachu's always been pretty well represented, but more so now in Ultimate, because we have the reference to Gold and Silver with the, the, the Ethan hat, um, a reference to Ruby and Sapphire with the Brendan hat, the Emerald one. Uh, we have the X and Y protagonist, the Sun and Moon protagonist hat, uh, and we also have Pikachu Libre, which is, you know, a representation of Pokken, and also the cosplay Pikachu from, from Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which, I mean, they really couldn't have represented Pikachu, or the, the, the Pokemon series, with Pikachu's costumes really any better than they, than they did. <laughs> I think Pikachu's costumes are amazing uh, in terms of representation. Uh, can't, really say them, can't really say that for Jigglypuff. I mean, Jigglypuff just has kind of a few hats. Uh, doesn't really have any kind of... Uh, theme with, you know, <laughs> with, you know, referencing any characters other than Nurse Joy. Uh, Jigglypuff just kind of has hats, which eh, I guess it would be kind of hard uh, to 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 really give her many hats <laughs> and 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 costumes that would represent this ma- the Pokemon series very well. But you know, we'll, we'll give them credit where it's due. Uh, the Nurse Joy has a good touch and. I like a few of the other costumes that Jigglypuff has. Um, uh, Pichu, let me let me pull up Pika, uh, Pichu's costumes because I don't know them offhand. Um, she does have a few new ones from Melee. Um, she has the uh, the goggles, which was one of the removed Pikachu hats. Uh, I kind of like how Pikachu kind of passed down the hat <laughs> to Pichu. Um, it, it was kind of the other way around, because Melee Pichu had the goggles originally. Melee Pichu was the first one to have the goggles, and then uh, in Brawl and Smash 4, they gave the goggles to Pikachu, and then when Pichu was back, they gave it back to Pichu, um, which is a, a good little touch. I like that. Um, and then we have the red bandana, which I'm not really sure what that's a reference to, but it's there. Uh, and then we have the, um, the Skull Grunt and the Aqua Grunt hat, which or bandanas, which I think are, are really good touches. I really like those. Um, and then we have the spiky-eared P2, and then uh, the flower, and the uh, focus band, which I think is a, a funny little um, nod to the fact that, you know, P2 hurts herself, and, and with maybe with the, the focus band, she can stay alive a little bit longer. Um, but I, I like that. It's kind of a nod to the... Uh, the choice band in Smash 4, they kind of, like, gave it to Pichu, sort of. I just changed the headband a little bit, um, which I like. Um, uh, I guess we can go on to uh, Mewtwo. Well, uh, how do I feel about the representation with uh, the first three in terms of their costumes? I think it's good. I really do think it's good. Um, I think that uh, there's not really much else they could do. Maybe a few other references, but I I think that they've done it 
uh, enough. Um, uh, we can move on to Mewtwo now. Uh, Mewtwo is the other character uh, that was added in Melee, the second, <laughs> the fourth Pokemon character uh, added to the game. Uh, Mewtwo. Uh, I don't really have much to say about Mewtwo other than the fact that uh, he wasn't in Brawl uh, for some reason, was replaced, quote-unquote, by Lucario. <laughs> uh, a lot of people say that Lucario's, you know, Lucario was Mewtwo's replacement, which I can see, but I also think that Lucario is a, is a, a good standalone character that doesn't really deserve to just be called Mewtwo's replacement. Um, but Mewtwo, um, I really liked playing Mewtwo in Smash 4. Uh, he was one of my mains, uh, and Mewtwo is is a very fun character, um, and I think that Mewtwo is very well re represented um, in in Smash in terms of like you know his moves. All of his moves come from actual moves, um, you know from from the from the games, which is a staple for all of the Pokemon characters. Uh, but I think that Mewtwo does it well with confusion, disable, Shadow Ball, and teleport. I think that those are, <laughs> you know. A staple. Um, uh, Mewtwo's costumes aren't fantastic. Uh, obviously, Mewtwo doesn't really have his shiny form. He kind of has like a nod to his shiny form, which is the the kind of the teal green. But Mewtwo doesn't have like a straight up shiny form, uh, if I remember correctly. Let me uh, find. Let me look at Mewtwo's um, costumes, and I can confirm or deny that. Um, Mewtwo. Because Mewtwo shiny is the green. Uh, yeah, there's there's kind of a, a green. It's more of like a yellowy color. Um, I believe um, the the teal, uh, the you know the, the cyan color is based on its original shiny form in the um, the gold and silver ones where the color palette was 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 different. Um, you know with with uh, the different color palettes. Um, and then, but they kind of just kept it <laughs> in, in Brawl and onward. Uh, I never really had much of a, um, you know, much of a change in heart for giving Mewtwo a shiny form, which is a little sad. Um, the rest of them are kind of just, um, alterations of color, you know, the best they could do, uh, like the blue, the orange. I believe they're based on, like, possible colors for uh, Pokemon Stadium when you when you use Mewtwo, which I think is interesting. Um, and then the last one is the Shadow Mewtwo. Um, uh, it, it, it seems like that one would be based on uh, Shadow Mewtwo from, you know, from Pokken and all that, but it's actually based on Shadow Lugia from uh, Gale of Darkness um, because the, you know, the costume uh, predates Shadow Mewtwo, so... Um, I guess you could say now it's based on Shadow Mewtwo, but it's kind of hard to, considering the, the costume was made before Shadow Mewtwo was ever a thing in Pokken and, and before. Uh, so it's, it's a little, you know, you can't really say that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Mewtwo, um, Mewtwo did, um, have a voice in Melee, uh, in, just in Japanese, though. Uh, when, when Mewtwo won in Japanese... Uh, the Japanese version of the game, he did say some things in Japanese, um, but other than that, uh, Mewtwo never really talks, and I think it was kind of a um, a missed opportunity because Mewtwo, kind of like the Mewtwo's whole thing in the movies, uh, you know, Mewtwo Strikes Back, the original Pokemon movie, uh, Mewtwo talked telepathically and had a great voice, 
and I think that they really did miss an opportunity uh, for that, <laughs> giving Mewtwo a voice. I think Mewtwo with a voice in Smash would be would make Mewtwo a lot more threatening than he already is, uh, and make him, you know, give a little bit of representation for the, the Pokemon that can talk. <laughs> um, so, uh, we can move on to, um, uh, Brawl now, but, uh, before that, uh, I want to talk about, I, I want to go into my first segment because we're getting to the 35 minute mark and I want to, um, I want to go into the first segment, which is, uh, Random Pokemon of the Week. <laughs> Uh, random Pokemon of the Week is a segment where I, I choose a random Pokemon uh, every episode uh, using just, like, a random Pokemon generator, and we talk about that Pokemon. Um, so this week's uh, random Pokemon of the Week is Oshawott, the sea otter Pokemon. Um, being, uh, Oshawott is a water type, obviously, one of the uh, starter Pokemon uh, for uh, Black White, Black White 2, Gen 5, um, and, 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 uh, I, I really like Oshawott. Um, Oshawott's not my favorite of the, of the original three, uh, you know, um, Unova starters, uh, but I do really like Oshawott. Um, I think that his design is really good. I think that his evolutions design are really good. Um, uh, one thing I do not like about Oshawott was, uh, anime Oshawott. <laughs> Uh, I don't think anime... I think anime Oshawott was very annoying. <laughs> but that's just me. Uh, Oshawott in the anime was kind of, you know, cocky, you know, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I never really watched much of the anime, much of the, um, the, uh, Unova anime. But what I do remember from the Unova anime is Oshawott being kind of annoying. Um... Um, I do remember specifically about Oshawott. Uh, Oshawott, um, I remember when Gen 5 was being revealed, and there was silhouettes for the Gen 5 starters, and, uh, revealed, and obviously we didn't know what they were, uh, at this point. Uh, they were the first Pokemon revealed for Gen 5, uh, and all we had was their silhouettes. And I remember a bunch of artists coming up with concept art for these starters based on their silhouettes. And I remember some of it was the funniest things. Some of them were so far-fetched, so insanely wacky designs, because it's so hard to come up with a Pokemon just with a silhouette. When you've never seen it, you don't know what the type is, you don't know... You know, you don't know which one of the stars, starters it is. You don't know what it, what animal it's based on or anything like that. It's very difficult to come up with um, design just based on the silhouette of the Pokemon. And I remember uh, Oshawott. Everyone thought that Oshawott was the grass one <laughs> uh, or something like that. Uh, you know, and, and some, of the, some of the insane things, uh, like, you know, some of the insane designs that people were coming up with for Oshawott. I just remember it being the funniest thing. Um, and, and, uh, I did forget to say, uh, I do want to go through a little bit of uh, information about Oshawott. Oshawott, obviously, like, like every other starter, evolves at level 17 to Dewatt and evolves at level 36 at Samurott. Uh, I'm not gonna take I'm not going to take too much time talking about their evolutions because they could be a possible Pokemon, random Pokemon of the week later. Um, 
So we're just going to be talking about Oshawott. Um, usually what I would do is talk about Oshawott or talk about the random Pokemon of the week in terms of competitive viability, but being a little cup, uh, there's not really much that I can talk about in terms of uh, Oshawott competitively. I'm looking on Smogon right now, uh, looking at you know, Oshawott's page, and there's no movesets available. Uh, Oshawott does have a pretty high special attack for a first-stage Pokemon at 63, which is interesting. Um, and I, I, obviously that would be the staple of Oshawott's, uh, you know, attacking. Uh, I'm not really too familiar about Little Cup and how, what the kind of uh, meta and strategy for Little Cup tends to be, but... Um, I mean, I don't know. Oshawott seems like he could be a little, a little good, good guy for for playing Little Cup. I mean, he's got a, he's he's just water typing. He's got a good type. He's got a uh, pretty good ability with Torrent and uh, Shell Armor, which you can't get struck by a critical hit. Um, pretty good stats. Uh, his HP's HP and attack are both 55. Like I said, his special attack is 63, uh, which for a starter, not too bad. You know, for a first stage, not too bad. Um, not amazing either, but not terrible. Um, a few things more I want to talk about Oshawott. Um, I remember, uh, cause Oshawott is one of the main characters that, uh, you can play as in, uh, Poke Park 2, uh, which I really enjoyed. I loved Poke Park. Poke Park 1 and Poke Park 2 were one of my favorite games that I played. I remember <laughs> back in high school or no, middle school, I think, <laughs> uh, playing the original Poke Park Wii and uh, trying to 100% it, like, get all the friends, all that stuff. Uh, and I, I played it for hours and hours and hours on end. Uh, Poke Park... Poke Park is a game that nobody really remembers. Um, personally, I loved Poke Park. Poke Park and Poke, even Poke Park 2. Poke Park 2 was almost as good as the first one, arguably. Uh, one of the rare occasions where a sequel is just as good as the first one. Um, and if you don't know what Poke Park is, uh, I very, very, very much recommend trying it out. Uh, if you have like an emulator on your computer or you have a Wii and you have a chance to pick up the game, uh, Poke Park and Poke Park 2 are insanely fun. <laughs> They're kind of an open world sort of, uh, you know, a uh, friend-gathering game, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, trying to solve the main story, uh, you befriend a Pokemon in lots of different ways, such as, like, um, you know, racing them, uh, beating them in battle, doing, like, bringing things for them, doing things, doing certain things for it, for them, befriending certain Pokemon before you can befriend them. Uh, and it was kind of like a, like a, like, you know, like a, like a, a catch-em-all kind of game, <laughs> like Pokemon tends to be, but with, uh, you play as Pokemon, um, and you befriend other Pokemon. In the first Poke Park, you only got to play as Pikachu, uh, and then in Poke Park 2, uh, Wonders Beyond, you could play as any of the three, uh, Pikachu, and then any of the three starters, with, uh, Tepig, Snivy, and Oshawa. Uh, and I think it's interesting having Oshawa, Snivy, and Tepig being... Uh, playable characters in a Pokemon game <laughs> other than just Pikachu um, and 
Uh, I remember my favorite was to play as Snivy, uh, because I loved uh, Snivy's voice, <laughs> and I really liked just being Snivy because I love Snivy. Uh, but um, Oshawott was fun too, and I'm glad that Oshawott got representation in that game. Um, it was very interesting uh, to see, you know, being able to play as the starters in a, in a, in a full-fledged spin-off Pokemon game. It was very, very fun. Um, uh, that's all I really have to talk about for, for Random Pokemon of the Week. Um, that was the first one, Oshawott. <laughs> and um, we'll be doing this every episode. I'll just be choosing a random Pokemon, talking about it. Um, a pretty simple segment. Um, normally I would have two segments per episode, but because this episode is kind of uh, long-running already, uh, I and also because I couldn't think of another segment to do, uh, this the, the topic for this episode is kind of going to take a while to go through. Um, so I'm not going to do a second segment. Um, but usually there'll be two segments, one, you know, about like halfway through the video and then one towards the end, um, kind of like a, a third, two thirds through kind of deal. Um, but I figured that I would go through and, uh, do just one segment about halfway through this time, uh, to give a little bit of taste and, and see how things go with, um, with, uh, segment of the, uh, Pokemon of the week. Um, uh, so we can go back, get back into, um... Uh, Pokemon and, and Smash, and we are talking about Brawl now. Uh, I'm gonna kind of l- go through this pretty quickly because this episode's already running kind of long, and I'm not sure how much longer it's gonna take to talk about the rest of the Pokemon. Um, obviously, there's Lucario in in Brawl, and also a Pokemon Trainer. Uh, going through with the the you know the um, I can't think of the word, but adding two Pokemon in every Smash game. Uh, Lucario was quote-unquote Mewtwo's replacement, uh, had a lot of pretty similar moves with the Aura Sphere uh, compared to the Shadow Ball. Um, all I really want to talk about uh, Lucario in Brawl is uh, his final smash, <laughs> which I'm really glad they brought back in Ultimate with like the Aura Storm, I believe it was called in, in, in Smash uh, Brawl. Uh, in Smash 4, they changed it into Mega Lucario, and then in Ultimate, they kind of combined it together into into two or into one where he turns into Mega Lucario, but he just uses his Brawl Final Smash, um, kind of going in with the motif of making uh, the the Final Smashes in Ultimate quicker and not needing to control them as much, which I do I do like. I appreciate that they that they brought back the Brawl Final Smash because that was like my favorite thing about Lucario in Brawl uh, was was uh using his final smash because i think it's really it's really cool <laughs> um uh, i am briefly going to talk about uh how scary lucario is with his aura uh if you don't know what aura is in smash uh lucario is more powerful the more damage he takes uh the more damage he has the more knockback and damage his moves do not to be confused with the rage mechanic which uh is a staple in smash uh 4 and ultimate which basically you just do more knockback with how much damage you've taken. Uh, but Lucario has rage on steroids. <laughs> and I believe you can kill somebody, or you can, you can you know, smash somebody with a fully charged forward smash at max rage at 0% at the edge, and they will die, which is absolutely insane. Um, but other than that, uh, Lucario is kind of a, a pretty basic... 
uh, pretty basic character. Uh, I do feel like Lucario is well represented in terms of his moves with, you know, Aura Sphere, uh, Force Palm, Extreme Speed, and uh, uh, Double Team, I believe, with his counter. Um, I do like how all of the all of the special moves are are are, are moves from from like actual Pokemon moves. I really appreciate how they went through and, and made sure that that was the case, um, and that they make sense with Double Team being a counter. I like that. I like how they kind of interpreted Double Team as being like a, a counterattack sort of thing. Um, and I do briefly want to talk about um, Project M. Uh, but I can talk more about Project M with Pokemon Trainer. Um, but I'll briefly mention Lucario in Project M. Uh, Lucario is pretty scary in Project M, um, where he can grab you in the air with his Force Palm and shoot you straight down with a spike, uh, which I think is really cool. They did a great job uh, in, in Project M. Uh, oh, if you don't know what Project M is, uh, Project M is a, um, a, a mod sort of uh, thing for uh, Smash Brawl. It's basically a game of its own where they take uh, all the Brawl characters, add a few more from Melee, and make it more of a Melee standard game. Like, they, they, they take the Brawl mechanics and turn them into Melee mechanics, so it's kind of like Melee 2, <laughs> but with the Brawl engine, if that makes sense. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, I played a little bit of it, um, and... Um, I guess this can be a good segue into uh, what I wanted to talk about mainly with Lucario, which was his costumes and how terrible they are. Um, <laughs> because in Smash 4 and Brawl and Ultimate, uh, he just has a bunch of blue skins. Um, he has like a pink one in Ultimate they added, but over the years, Lucario's costumes in Smash have been absolutely abysmal. They're terrible. They're... They don't even have shiny Lucario, <laughs> which I talked about before, uh, is a huge pet peeve of mine. Um, but with Lucario, uh, Lucario's skins are absolutely horrible. Uh, they're just all a different shade of blue. One of them is purple. One of them is a lighter blue. One of them is like almost white. Uh, and then he does have like a like a green skin, which like they they're just they're so bad. They're so horrible. There's so many more opportunities you could have done. They could have added, like, a red Lucario, a shiny Lucario, which could have been, like, the yellow team skin, because it's golden. Um, and they did, um, in, in Project M, specifically, they did add a lot more of these. They added a shiny Lucario skin, they added a red Lucario skin, and they also added a cool, like, uh, almost, like, Street Fighter-esque, like, um, outfit, with, like, you know, the headband and the robes uh, for Lucario, which I think was really cool. <laughs> um, seriously, the, but the, they, they tried to mitigate it a little bit in Ultimate because they gave him a new pink skin, uh, but it's just so bad. It's still so bad. They really need to go back and give Lucario a few more skins <laughs> because they're terrible. And I will argue this until the day I die. Lucario skins suck. Um, okay, on to Pokemon Trainer. Uh, Pokemon Trainer is interesting because it was a it was a, in Brawl uh, was a combined a combined uh, still is a combined character of three characters. Uh, you play as uh, Pokemon Trainer and you can switch switch between Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard. Um, at least it was in Brawl. Um, 
And uh, Pokemon Trainer was very interesting in Brawl because they had a mechanic called um, Stamina, where the more you used a Pokemon, the weaker it got. And you couldn't, so you couldn't use a Pokemon for a prolonged period of time. Uh, you had to use, you had to, you, it was it basically forcing you to switch after a little bit because the Pokemon you were using would get tired and, you know, wouldn't be able to fight um, as well. Did less damage, did less knockback. Um, but they did, they did remove that uh, in Ultimate um, when, when Pokemon Trainer came back as a, as a character. Um... Uh, to talk more, to talk specifically about the characters, uh, Squirtle and Ivysaur, uh, I'm going to talk about Charizard in, in, in the four, in the Smash 4 uh, part. Um, <coughs> hold on, I'm going to take a drink real quick. Okay. Um, so, Squirtle, um, I never really played a lot of um, Brawl. Competitively, I was very young when Brawl came out, so I never really... I just kind of spammed moves <laughs> when I played Brawl. Uh, and then Smash 4 was my first intro introduction to the series as a competitive game, uh, which is good. Um, and so in Brawl, I never really got a taste of, uh, you know, Pokemon Trainer. Uh, and now I'm glad that they're back in Ultimate because uh, I really like them. Uh, I don't play them personally, but I do really like uh, their inclusion and their representation. Uh, in this game, uh, I like, I, I love, I adore, sorry, <laughs> the fact that they added the new skins uh, for Pokemon Trainer with being, uh, adding Leaf and also adding skins for every Pokemon game. Like, all of Pokemon Trainer's alternate costumes, the ones that affect the trainer himself, are references to the main protagonist in all of the Pokemon games, from Red and Blue to Sun and Moon. <laughs> which is so good. I'm so glad they did that. <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, that's what we needed <laughs> uh, in terms of representation for Pokemon. Um, uh, I guess uh, in see in, in in Project M, going back to Project M, uh, they separated the characters into individual characters: Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard, which I think is a really good idea. Um, personally, I main uh, Ivysaur in Smash. Uh, in, in Project M, uh, because I love Ivysaur in Project M. Uh, I love how Ivysaur plays, and I love, um, I, I love the the changed move set. I love all, I love all that, and I love I just adore that they that they made them their own individual characters. Um, and I was thinking, how that would be, how interesting that would be if they did that in Ultimate. Like, could you imagine if they, if instead of bringing Pokemon Trainer back, they just added Squirtle and Ivysaur as as individual characters? Maybe buff them a little bit, give them their own individual move sets, like they did with well, exactly like they did with Charizard um, in Smash Four. Um, I think that that would be uh, interesting, but maybe not the best choice in terms of uh, in terms of character because. Um, I really do think it's it's super unique that you can switch between three characters in Smash and as Pokemon Trainer, um, which is a, a staple that no other character really has. Um, and I think it's I think it's a great inclusion, and I'm really happy that it was a Pokemon represent uh, a you know representative that that got this unique uh, thing because there's so much cool stuff you can do with it, and I think it's I think it's really cool. Um, uh, okay, um, so I don't really have anything else to say about uh, 
you know, Pokemon Trainer. Um, I was going to go into talking about how they played, but I don't think I need to. Um, uh, okay, we can go into Smash 4 now. Uh, I guess it would only be... You know, it, it would only be it would only be common sense to talk about Charizard next. Uh, so, Charizard um, was one of my mains uh, in Smash Four. I really liked how how Charizard plays. Um, I, I really enjoy Charizard, and I'm actually kind of sad <laughs> that they brought Pokemon Trainer back as 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 Pokemon Trainer and not just Charizard because I probably would have been a Charizard main in Ultimate uh, if he wasn't put into Pokemon Trainer. Um, but, uh, Charizard's always been that kind of, that kind of, uh, character for me in Smash 4, where, uh, nobody really seems to talk about Charizard. Charizard was kind of just the, was just kind of there. <laughs> nobody really, everyone kind of agreed that Charizard was pretty bad, and nobody really ever talked about Charizard, which made me sad. Because, um, uh, the other day, or a few days ago, when I was researching stuff for this episode, uh... I was watching uh, reactions and trailers for the Smash 4, or for, for the Pokemon inclusions of, of characters, specifically Charizard. And it's just really interesting how, like, there's uh, reaction videos and trailers uh, for all of the other characters in Smash 4, but, like, nobody really ever cared to, to you know, react or upload a video of them reacting to, to Charizard or uh, the other Smash 4 character, Greninja. Uh, it it just seemed like kind of a, an interesting, you know, like, exclusion to me. Uh, if you look, there's not really many videos of any of, like, the super popular Smash YouTubers talking about Charizard <laughs> uh, when he was first revealed, um, along with Greninja in, in the trailer. Um, so I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting. Um, uh, Charizard, like, the... Um, I don't really have much to say about Charizard. Like I said, he's pretty bad in, in Smash 4. Uh, I mained him in Smash 4. That's all I really have to say. Um, Charizard was... I, I think he's a good inclusion. I, I think... I'm, I'm happy that, that he... I'm happy that he was his own character in Smash 4. I'm glad they were they were trying new things out. I wish that they did that with Squirtle and Ivysaur. Because I think that would have been much cooler. Um, but... Um, it, it was something that they tried out, and uh, and then obviously they took away an ultimate because Charizard's now part of, um, you know, uh, Pokemon Trainer and Ultimate. Um, okay, so uh, Greninja, Greninja, um, uh, Greninja was um, Greninja's really weird for me because uh, in Smash Four I absolutely hated him. Uh, I, I, like, I always kind of had a feel for just about every character. Like I said, Smash 4 was kind of the introduction to me as a competitive game. Uh, so I tried pretty much every character. I, you know, I knew who I, I knew who I didn't like. I knew who I liked. I knew who I was good at in Smash uh, 4. But Greninja to me was always one of my least favorite characters ever. I absolutely hated how Greninja felt, how he played, Everything about Greninja in Smash 4 was just icky. It's icky. I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated Greninja so much in Smash 4. I can't stress it enough. But when Ultimate came out, uh, I went through trying characters, and uh, I found out that I absolutely love Greninja <laughs> in Smash Ultimate. Uh, he's really fun, and he's actually my my main 
my main main in Smash Ultimate, uh, which is interesting me interesting to me because they didn't um, they didn't really change very much about Greninja. Uh, you know, they did the they did the obvious change with all of the different um, all of the, all of the fighters where they made their aerials. Um, you know, less laggy. They they changed the engine a little bit. It's kind of the Smash Four ending engine with a little bit of tweaks. Um, and like, Greninja really didn't get changed all that much. And I don't know why I hate how he plays in Smash Four, but I love how he plays in Smash Ultimate. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, maybe it's like the placebo thing, but I don't know. Uh, there's something about it. Something about Smash Four Greninja that is just feels so disgusting in my hands. And Ultimate Greninja feels amazing, and that I love playing him. He's my main main. Um, <laughs> uh, Greninja, like, um, we we can talk about Greninja's costumes um, and uh, how disappointing it is that Greninja never never got a shiny form, uh, a full shiny form. He kind of did. He's one of the he's one of the, the the Pokemon that did kind of get a shiny form, but it's a little bit different. Um, I believe the fleshy colored parts of Greninja in his Smash Ultimate skin are supposed to be a different color in his shiny form. I believe they're white, not, uh, and some of them are black. Some of them are, are the same color as his, his main color. And also his tongue is not, uh, red in his ultimate costume, but it's the closest we have to his shiny form. Um, and his other colors are okay. I actually really do like Greninja's other colors. I like the I like the the, the super bright pink one. It's my favorite. That's the one that I use. Um, but I, doing some research, and uh, uh, you know, stuff about uh, the looking on the, the the wiki page for Greninja, I never really had. They never really had any information about what his costumes were supposed to be a reference to, and I couldn't find it anywhere because it doesn't seem like any of his costumes are references to any Pokemon. They're just kind of Smash original costumes for Greninja. Um, uh, it's also kind of the same uh, for Charizard. Charizard um, Charizard has a few that are references to, like, I believe his white one is a reference to Aerodactyl. He has one that's a reference to Dragonite, one that's a reference to uh, other, you know, dragon pseudo-legendaries like that. Uh, but he never got a shiny form either. Uh, he did, akin to Mewtwo, Charizard got his... Um, his gold and silver shiny form, I believe, with like the I, I don't remember which one it is exactly. Let me look at, uh, let me look at it. Um, I believe they um, with uh, yeah uh, his um, his alternate costumes were always kind of just um, references to other Pokemon, but there's, there's, uh, there's one that, um, let me look it up. Uh, I know there's one. There's one that's a reference to his, his old gold and silver costume. Uh, where is it? Aha! Uh, I believe it is the, um, the, um, the green one. I believe so. I believe the green one was, um, a reference to his uh, his old shiny form, and his um. Uh, no, it's the purple one. Sorry, I apologize. It is the purple one because I remember him uh, from being black uh, in gold and silver. They couldn't do black, so they made him purple. 
Um, and obviously he has the yellow skin, which is uh, shiny colorations of Charza, uh, Charmander and Charmeleon, uh, which is, is good representation. Uh, you know, Charizard does have quite a bit of... Um, does have a little, a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, representation when it comes to his costumes. Uh, Ivysaur and Squirtle don't really... Uh, I believe those two actually do have their shiny forms. I know Squirtle definitely does. I'm not 100% sure about Ivysaur. But I know for a fact that uh, Squirtle does have a shiny form, uh, and that's that's been a that's been a thing since um, uh, since uh, Brawl. Um, so I guess that's all I really have to say about uh, Charizard at Greninja. Greninja, um, you know his his costumes aren't great. Uh, he does have uh, I did have in my notes that I wanted to talk about his taunt, the taunt that does damage. <laughs> um, his uh, up taunt, I believe. Uh, has him squirting out some water out of his hands, and it has a hitbox, and you can get damaged by it, which I like. Uh, it's a good, it's a good little nod to to his taunt. Um, oh, Greninja also has um, all of his moves are akin to every other Pokemon, uh, represented by Pokemon moves. He has, of course, Substitute as his counter, uh, which, like Double Team on Lucario, I do really like how they they made the defensive-based move Substitute into a counter. Because it just it makes sense how you you put a substitute down and then you attack um, when they try to attack the substitute, which I do I do really like that. I like how they how they how they turned it around into a from a defensive move into a counter. It just makes it just makes sense. Uh, and then he also has his water shuriken, uh, his shadow sneak, and hydro pump for his recovery. Um, I do also like how they made the um, how water shuriken is really quick, uh, and you can also charge it up. Uh, by holding the button down, which is sort of akin to the the mechanic where it is, it has priority and it also um, hits multiple times. I guess that's sort of the the you know the dynamic that they added with that, um, which I think I think is a really good touch. Um, okay, I guess that's all we have to talk about with this Smash Four Pokemon. Um, and last but not least, certainly is uh, the new inclusion in Smash Ultimate Incineroar. Um, I can't I can't go without saying... <laughs> first off, first thing I have to say about Incineroar is that he's number 69, which is cursed and very blessed uh, in many different ways. <laughs> the fact that he's number 69 is hilarious, but also extremely cursed. Um, and I've seen lots of memes related to that. Um, uh, the, my favorite thing about Incineroar is, uh, I could talk forever about Incineroar in Smash. Um, his personality is unlike any other character in this goddamn game. It's so nice. Not even with the rest of the Pokemon, but his personality is amazing in Smash Ultimate. It is just perfect. He's so, you know, flamboyant and, and, you know shows off, and it's so perfect. I love it. And it goes with his whole, uh, the fact that he's the heal Pokemon. It sort of gives him, like, the bad guy. Because uh, if you don't know, the heal in, in wrestling is, like, the bad guy, quote-unquote, that goes against the good guy, like the, the champion, or the, the, the title holder. Uh, usually the one, usually the heels are, like, fan favorites. People, you know, they, they, they boo, people boo them. <laughs> when they go on stage because they're like the in the the lore 
in very big air quotes of wrestling, there's always a good guy and a bad guy. The you know the 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 person who's fighting for the title is usually the bad guy, and Incineroar is based on that. Incineroar that's why he's part dark type. Incineroar is the heel Pokemon, so he's the the bad guy, and that's why he shows off to the you know to the crowd. And when he when he hits moves in Smash, that's why his personality is so great because his whole character is based around his personality. It's what he is, um, and. Um, See, uh, Incineroar uh, is one of the only Pokemon in the game in Smash that don't have a lot of moves that are based on his um, moves in, in, in the game, which is is nice because um, it kind of gives a little bit of a refresher, and it also further, it further shows his inclusion as not just a Pokemon, but as a wrestler, as, as a different sort of character like he he's not just a pokemon he's a, he's a wrestler and the fact that his moves are flashy and they're not just pokemon moves um aside from his his new troopy uh are is a really good touch um he has the new troopy darkest lariat which is just um him you know spinning around uh but he but his other moves cross chop revenge and um alone whip aren't moves in Pokemon, uh, and, uh, they're all based on wrestling things, other than Revenge, of course. Um, Revenge kinda, kinda, uh, he's, it, it is a Pokemon move, there is a Pokemon move Revenge, but I, I think it's more supposed to be based on just the, the, like, Revenge as a concept instead of the Pokemon move, uh, but it could be, it could be tied into the Pokemon move Revenge, because, uh, Revenge, I believe you, uh, do more damage after you got hit, and that's exactly what it does um, in Smash. If you get hit, it's like a counter, but it's like a delayed counter where your move, your next move, does more damage after you counter. Um, and his fun fact: his uh, Alolan Whip is named after, I believe, a wrestling move called the Irish Whip, where you um, throw someone against the, you know, the 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 sides of the of a, of a ring and and hit them as they fly back uh which is what he does <laughs> and it's it's named the alolan whip because he's from alola uh which i think is a really good touch <laughs> really really good and then his cross chop is just a, a cross chop it's just he flies in the air and flies back down um in center war also uh tying into you know the fact that he's a very different inclusion than just a pokemon which is like really, uh, hats off to Nintendo for, uh, for 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 doing that for for adding Incineroar as just a you know just as not only just a Pokemon but as a very uh, a very very unique fighter um, because also very unique he has a shiny form <laughs> which is his uh, you know his his black and or his red and white. Uh, coloration, which is a shiny form. Uh, his other colorations are just Smash Originals. There's nothing really referencing there. There's not really much you can do to uh, reference with with Incineroar. Uh, his other his other colors are just you know green, purple, blue, just basic colors, different color alterations in in fighting games. Um, but but overall, Incineroar is an extremely extremely good. Uh, you know, uh, 
representative in Smash because his he's not only just a Pokemon, he's a personality, and I love that. I adore that about Incineroar. Like I said, I could talk about Incineroar in this game for hours upon end. Uh, but uh, last thing to say about Incineroar um, is uh, the fact that he um, he uses his Z move. Um, Malicious Moonsault in his final smash, which I also very appreciate. Uh, kind of a representation of Sun and Moon as a whole, uh, with his Z-move uh, and being a Sun and Moon rep, um, which I love. I adore that. Um, and uh, last thing about Incineroar, not really related to Incineroar, but uh, it was confirmed uh, with a interview with uh, Masahiro Sakurai that Decidueye was originally going to be the choice for the Sun and Moon rep. Which, um, I would love to see their thought process for that, and how Decidueye would be a character in Smash, because that sounds really interesting to me. Um, you know, uh, I, would, I would love to see Decidueye in Smash. Um, I, personally, I'm not really a huge fan of Decidueye. Uh, the Rowlet line is my least favorite of the Sun and Moon starters, but still, that would be amazing. Uh, I think that Decidueye would also be a very interesting Pokemon to be in Smash. Um, and... Likewise, uh, with Incineroar and Decidueye being potentials, uh, with Incineroar being in Smash, I also thought about how, how interesting it would be for Primarina being in Smash. Um, Primarina is my favorite of the, of the Sun and Moon starters. Uh, I love Poplio, love Brion, love Primarina. And I think that Primarina, this might sound crazy, but I think Primarina would be a really interesting Pokemon to be in Smash. I think that it would be weird, wacky, and she would be very a very odd fighter, considering she has that big old fish tail. But I think that, I think that it would be really cool to see Primarina in Smash. Um, I'm not 100% sure what her moveset would be. Maybe I can think about that in the future uh, and get back to you about that. But I think, I think Primarina would be an extremely cool representation uh, other than just Incineroar, you know? Um, uh... Okay, uh, so that is going to be the end of just talking about the specific Pokemon. Uh, I do want to have a little bit of a conclusion uh, talking about uh, Pokemon in Smash and how they're represented, just looking into the fighters. Um, do I think Pokemon is well, well represented in Smash? And I say very much so. Um, there's not very much in terms of... Mecha game mechanics and what the game is all about besides Pokemon Trainer, you know, switching Pokemon, um, all that stuff. Um, but the, the the few things that are not represented in Smash are, like, the items, uh, the, the the other, you know, human characters that aren't Pokemon, uh, other than in Pokemon Trainer, but that's very vague representation. Um, there's so many great characters in Pokemon that... I feel could be represented a little bit better, or just that that in in whole could be represented very much better um, in 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 Smash um, because Pokemon isn't just about the Pokemon. Uh, it's got amazing story. It's got amazing characters, human characters, and all that jazz. Um, and um, as well as a, one little complaint <laughs> is uh, about representation as uh, of Pokemon in Smash is the spirits. Um, I did want to talk about this a little bit. The spirits, um, all of the spirits that are in, uh, uh, are, that are Pokemon are just Pokemon. There's no human Pokemon characters other than Pokemon Trainer, the spirit, for the, the character spirit. 
Um, which I can always go into this more when I talk about the other aspects of Pokemon and Smash, like the items and the stages, uh, briefly in another episode. But I did want to mention that I do think that they should add a few more spirits that are, uh, that are, you know, um, that are human. Because Pokemon has amazing human characters, and they're not very well represented in Smash. Um... Then again, like, they don't really take part in the fighting, which is, I guess, what the Pokemon do and why they're in the Pokemon game. You know, in the Smash game, <laughs> the fighting game. Um, but um, I, I definitely do think that Pokemon is well, well, very well represented in Smash with the different moves, the different costumes, uh, the different Pokemon. I mean, there's a Pokemon from essentially every region, uh, except for uh, maybe Gen 3. I believe, yeah, yeah. There's no Gen three Pokemon. Uh, that's the only one that's that's not represented, which is sad because Gen three is my favorite. Um, or uh, or uh, Gen five. Now that I think about it, because there's Gen one, there's Gen two with Pichu, uh, Gen three there's none, Gen four with uh, Lucario, uh, Gen five with none. Uh, and then Gen six and Gen seven. So yeah, uh, Unova and Hoenn are the only ones that aren't represented. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see Blaziken, Embor, <laughs> uh, Superior. Who knows? Probably not. But um, they they are represented well enough. Uh, maybe not as a fighter, but as you know, with the stages and the and the Pokeball Pokemon, which again I'll talk about another time. Um, but I, I definitely, I definitely do think uh, to wrap it up that Pokemon is well represented very well represented in smash um i think that the combination of the moves the pokemon how they use them what they what they do to represent the moves as as you know attacks in the game are very nice um the costumes represent a lot of the little details in pokemon a lot uh very nicely um and yeah i i I really i really do think so um so uh, I guess that's going to end it uh, for this week. Um, I, I, I really, really appreciate if you've listened this far. Um, the one thing I ask is that I need feedback on this. Um, if there's anything that you think that I could do better in this in this podcast, please tell me because I want this to be as entertaining as possible for you, for for everyone that listens to it. Uh, I want to make this as, as, as just as best as possible. Um, and... Uh, you can find, yeah, yes, (laughs) I slurred up my words a little bit there, I apologize. Um, but yes, please, I I need, I need, I need feedback. Feedback is the most important thing to me. Uh, you can find me on, um, on Twitter, at, uh, Lilyceon, L-I-L-L-I-E, uh, (laughs) C-E-O-N, um, and also on lots of other social media, uh, usually just with that that tag um uh, i'm i'm not 100 percent sure where this is going to be at the moment i believe um spotify is definitely a for sure uh perhaps itunes i'm definitely going to just post it on soundcloud and also on my youtube channel um which is just lilyseon uh so you can listen to it for free anywhere you want um and i do ask that you give me that you please 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 give as much feedback as you can ratings recommend it to friends anything you can do to get this up in the air because i mean of course this is just the first episode and i want 
Um, I want to, I want to, you know, get this, get this up there and, and go, go to the skies. <laughs> um, so, uh, I guess that's going to do it for today. Thank you all so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, this is just the first episode and who knows how many I'm going to be doing in the future. Uh, so I, I really appreciate support, uh, and, and the fact that you've listened this far. <laughs> Uh, I really hope you all enjoyed. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye.